Welcome to Reframe Your Life. My name is Sandy Reynolds, and this podcast is for women who are questioning organized religion and are looking to reclaim a healthy and vibrant relationship with faith. This is episode 82. You listened to the last episode of Reframe Your Life. You know that this is the first episode that I'm recording as the solo host. My previous co-host for 81 episodes and over two years of fun and learning together, Joanne Gibson, has moved into another area of work and had to take her leave from Reframe Your Life. And it was really interesting timing for us because for the past six months to a year, I had already been thinking about starting a second podcast I wanted to really delve a little deeper into the spiritual and faith aspect of women's lives and reframe your life was a certain had a certain focus and it didn't make sense for us to refocus it in that way. So I was just sitting on that and thinking about how that would play out and really letting that desire grow and believing that at some point, I would start a second podcast. So when Joanne decided that she wanted to move into something different, I thought it would be great to just stick with the brand Reframe Your Life and pivot it slightly to focus more on the spiritual journey. I've been interviewing people and I'm really excited about the podcast and the direction that I'm heading and I also am a little fearful because I know that this topic may not be your jam and it may be something that you decide you're going to stop listening to reframe your life because you want to focus more on leadership or some other aspect of your life. I've decided not to let that fear hold me back and to just trust my intuition and the direction I feel I'm being led to explore and know that this podcast will find an audience. It may not be the exact same audience, but some of you, I believe, are going to come along with me on this journey. So let's get into a little bit of the backstory, my backstory, why I've decided to go in this direction and what you can expect. I have always been a spiritual seeker as far back as I can remember. I've been on a journey to find meaning and purpose in my life. I know not everyone is wired that way, but I think I've always been that type of person. I remember even as a child looking for deeper meanings and purpose and a bigger picture in my experiences. And in my early 20s, I went through a bit of a search looking for a religion or a faith that I could really build my life on. And I can remember spending about a year asking people, talking to people about what they believed. Even at bus stops, I can remember striking up conversations with people about their personal belief systems. And during that time, I found a book, and it had a profound impact on me. It was written by a Catholic priest, and it was about the Christian faith. And shortly after reading that book, I started going to church, and then I 
became a Christian and really started to devote my life to understanding what that meant. And true to who I am, I completely immersed myself in that culture. I went to Bible college. I started on a Bachelor of Theology degree. I volunteered. I worked in the church. I taught. I read. I learned. I immersed myself in the community and eventually married someone who was in Bible college and had a career path of being a minister. Both of us had become part of the faith community in our 20s and had a lot of similarities, including not really being part of the church in a big way in our life growing up. So, after getting married in the 80s, I was a pastor's wife for 25 years and completely immersed in the evangelical world and all that meant. And for me, it meant a lot. It was a place where I experienced a lot of cognitive dissonance, a place where I really lost myself because of the beliefs of the community and not wanting to jeopardize my husband's role in the church, a place where I never really felt like I could say what I really thought or believed because I would experience a backlash from people. There were often glimpses of where I would just lose my mind and I wouldn't be able to hold back. I can remember kicking someone out of our house who was part of our church who was just so offensive in the things that he was saying. I asked him to leave. I can remember confronting leadership in the church about some of the beliefs in the church. And yet I still put myself in that community and went along with it, even though I had an increasing feeling that I wasn't really aligned and I wasn't really being truthful. But community is really strong, and that's what kept me there. At some point, though, things really started to go south for my husband and I. In his mid-40s, he had a heart attack and spent two or three years in and out of the role at the church we were a part of. And during that time, we saw the really dark side of what it means to be part of a church family. There was power struggles. There were uh, nasty things that were said to us. I was told that my husband's heart attack was my fault because I wasn't a submissive, obedient wife and that God was punishing him. And lots of things that really started to undo me and chip away at my confidence in this community. Well, it was two-sided, and eventually, in 2010, they fired my husband. And although no one said it, it was clear that we no longer fit the community. Uh, The reason they told us he was being fired was... A couple of people said lack of confidence in him because of his health issues. And then other people said they wanted a different type of leadership. So we found ourselves in our 50s out of the community where we had spent 25 years and in that particular church, 15 years. 
And I went into a very long journey of processing what the hell had happened in my life. It's not very easy to find work as a pastor when you've been, first of all, fired from a church, when you're in your 50s, and when you have a uh, health problems that make it difficult for you to maybe have the same energy and work the same 60, 70 hour work weeks that are expected from someone in that type of a role. So we were out and it was difficult and at the same time it was liberating. I felt so free to finally be outside of the system and to not have to play the same games and the same roles and pretend that I actually fit and belonged in that culture. I went through a time of deconstructing my faith and I started working with a spiritual director. I found myself trying to recapture some of the things that had been so important to me, like community. I attended a church for about five years, but I never really found it to be the place for me. I was always trying to fit into it. I ultimately decided to leave the church for now. I don't know if I'll ever go back. I haven't been going for about a year now, and it's been fine. Working with a spiritual director has been really helpful, as well as working with a therapist to help me sort out some of the beliefs that I had, some of the things that I had internalized about God, about faith, about community, about my own value in those systems, and how that had really impacted my experience with the divine. And it was a dark and lonely time. I lost friends. I lost community. I would pass people on the street that had been in my home and raised our families together for 15 years, and they would just walk by and ignore me. And I really lost a lot of faith in the organized church and in religion. Fortunately, during that time, there were lots of good people from all different areas of my life who came around me and helped me to ask the questions. They didn't judge me. They didn't uh, try to force me to think a certain way and helped hold space for me on this journey. And like all disappointing and earth-shattering journeys that we go on, there was a lot of grief, there was a lot of soul-searching, a lot of anger, a lot of regret, a lot of disappointment in myself, in the choices that I had made, how I had been complicit in some of these things and not really spoken up and owned my truth. And it took a while, it took a long time for me to really start to integrate again a healthy and vibrant way of believing and being in this world. And I know, because I listen to a lot of podcasts, that I am not alone, that there are a lot of women, especially women over 50, who have become disillusioned with the church, who are questioning 
things that they took for granted or assumed or went along with or just turned a blind eye to. And now in our current political culture and in the climate we find ourselves in, are starting to step back and say, I'm not sure about this anymore. I don't think I can go along with it. But I'm also concerned about blowing up relationships and leaving behind a tradition that has had a very key part in my life. And I understand that. I've been there and I know that story very intimately. I've also spent a lot of time thinking through how we actually heal ourselves from spiritual wounds so that we can move into and reclaim a healthy and vibrant relationship with faith. And I say relationship with faith intentionally, not having a healthy faith, because I think the trouble we have is in our relationship with faith. It's not so much our beliefs, it's how we go about practicing those beliefs, the significance and importance that they can have in our life, the way that other people impact our beliefs, and so much more. And on this podcast, I want to really get into that conversation. I want to help you understand what it means to be discerning, how to learn to listen to your own voice, how to learn to overcome your fear of offending other people when that's holding you back from living truthfully. I want to explore how you can have faith practices that are sustaining and life-giving and bring joy and peace into your life. I know that it's difficult to reclaim or even reconstruct after a certain point in your life. And a lot of the podcasts I listen to are younger women who are doing this in their 20s and 30s. And basically, they're rejecting the faith that they've been brought up with, the beliefs that they've been brought up with, and are opening up to new ways of thinking and being. When you've done this for 30 years in your life, it's a lot trickier. It's very difficult and it can be very painful. And so I want to interview people and have conversations and help you find the courage to live truthfully. I really believe that there is a lot of dishonesty among religious people and there's a lot of duplicity. I know enough people who show up on a Sunday morning in their faith communities as one person, one persona, and then the rest of the week there's someone else. And there's a reason why there's such hypocrisy in the church. It's because there's not a safe they are not a safe place generally to really wrestle through and confront and discuss and express your opinions and your thoughts around theological points or practices within the community you're part of. Carl Jung said, one does not become enlightened by imagining figures of light, but by making the darkness conscious. 
And that is what I want to do. I really don't think we can heal the world until we start to heal ourselves, until we start to reclaim our own truth and start to align our lives to reflect what we really believe. And then we give other people permission to do the same thing. I know that this podcast will evolve and change and find its rhythm as we go through the next couple of months with this new direction. And I've already broken one of my rules. So I was never going to record an episode on my own. I thought I'll always just interview people. It's hard to listen to one voice. And then I found myself really wanting to share who I am and what led to this new focus in Reframe Your Life to you. And I knew that I couldn't do that in an interview. It wouldn't be fair to who I was interviewing. I want to be the support for you that I wished I had had as I deconstructed and started to reclaim and reconstruct my faith and spirituality. I want this to be a place where we can explore some of the woo-woo, some of the things that you might be wondering about, a place where you'll find community to help you grieve and to even laugh a little bit about some of the things that you may have believed at one point and now think are kind of ridiculous. If you ever broke record albums or cleared out your music because you were told that secular music was wrong, you'll know what I'm talking about. We who have been part of the evangelical and fundamentalist church know that there are a lot of really weird things that... Honestly, if you don't laugh, you're going to cry. I've been following a woman on Instagram who calls herself the worst missionary ever. And I love it because I feel like I could take the moniker the worst pastor's wife ever. I don't think I was perfect and then stumbled into an unhealthy system. I know that I brought a lot of my own baggage to that system, that I perpetuated some of it, that I played a part in probably other people thinking that the things that they were doing were okay because I was doing them. So let's not judge, let's not feel shame, let's recognize the journey we're all on and be grateful that we can find freedom, that we can find safe places to be our true and authentic selves and to explore spirituality and faith and to learn to let go of some of the hurt and anger and resentment that we may feel because of things that we've experienced in the church. I'm hoping that you're going to join me on this journey And I also hope that you will invite other women into this community, that you would direct them to this podcast. If you know people who have a similar story, it doesn't matter where they are now, if they're in or out or far away, if they've adopted some other kind of practice, I don't care. What I want to do is just talk and learn about how to become more truthful in our lives and more honest about who we are as women at this particular point in history 
in our personal history and in global history as well. I'll be doing individual spiritual coaching, similar to spiritual direction, but a little different. I and mean, if you are interested, feel free to reach out to me and I can do a short call with you to talk about what that looks like. I also have a program that I'll be launching in October. I'll still be using the reframe model of realigning reality and relationships and reflection as tools to help you reframe your faith and spirituality. I hope that we laugh a lot and I know that we are going to have some really deep and meaningful conversations. This week I've prepared a download for you. It's available in the show notes if you are Part of the Reframe Your Life mailing list, you'll get that. I'll also make it available on my website, sandyreynolds.com, and you can find it there, as well as on the reframeyourlife.ca website under the podcast notes there. This is going to be a great journey. I have recorded episodes already, one with a woman who has an incredible story and has written 11 books, many of them on spirituality and faith. And I've also recorded an episode with a woman who I've been following for many years, and she works in the ethical clothing and sustainable clothing movement and is a real influencer and she has also been sharing her spiritual journey so of course I reached out to her to get her to come on as a guest. So those are just two that are coming in the next month and I hope you'll share this podcast with other women you know who are looking for meaning, they want to discover the sacred in their life, they want to reclaim faith and spirituality in a healthy way. Thank you for listening and I'm excited to be on this journey with you.